Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich. Carly Farrington. Now, Carly works for the Swansway Group, and uh, she's part of the apprenticeship crew. In fact, she's recruitment and apprenticeship advisor. How are you doing? All right? Yeah, I'm okay. You? I'm absolutely chuffed that we can get you on board for National Apprenticeship Week. Now then, Swansway are heavily into the apprenticeship culture. Could you just give us um, a little idea of just how much they rely on their apprentices? Yeah, so at the moment we've got just short of 50 apprentices on the programme at the moment, and predominantly they are technicians, so they're the guys who are working in after sales, which has been open for the last 12 months because it's essential business. Yep. Um, they're the people who work on the MOTs, servicing cars, any new cars that are going out. They have to make sure that they're safe for our customers to drive. Um, we also do have some office-based apprentices, but these are the guys who are working at the moment and have done throughout the, the pandemic. Okay. So it's one thing to sell a car. The after-sales yep. thing is something that people rely on. And you've put your faith in in these young people to to carry out that vital part of your business. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we do. In terms of that then, um, obviously I'm absolutely useless under the bonnet of a car. Uh, Carly, I have to say, it's a bit of a miss. <laughs> I know where the oil goes and the water goes. The, the, these apprentices that you, you're taking on then, how many did you say it was? 50? We're just short of 50 at the moment, yeah. Because yeah. you've got a range of showrooms across the northwest, haven't you? Yeah, we've got 23, so they span from um, Birmingham to Carlisle. That's right. Um, we've got four in crew, which your listeners will probably be most familiar with, so... Jaguar, Audi, Seat and Volkswagen. Yep, I know exactly that. On on Crew Green Roundabout. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, like I said, I'm rubbish under the bonnet, but these people have obviously shown some aptitude for Mm -hmm. for that, what I call a mechanical type of thing. Um, What's the training structure like, Carly? How How do you move them from being a complete raw novice to somebody who's a vital part of your business? So the training is a mixture of on and off the job training. So yeah. usually they uh, they work for us day to day in the workshops um, alongside a mentor. Yeah. Um, and obviously they have a, a support group around them, including myself. And they would usually regularly attend a training centre to learn the practical skills. Um, and then they come back and put what they've learned at the training centres into practice and they progress that way. Okay. However, at the moment, it's, it's been difficult because the training centres have been short yeah. and they've not been able to do that. But they've all been amazing. It's been inspiring to see how dedicated they've been and adapted to the changes. So it's great. They've all been brilliant. I think that's the, one of the watchwords of COVID, isn't it? It's adaptability and, and resilience. And uh, obviously, these are young people finding their way in the world. Uh, mm-hmm. It must be, I'm not saying doubly difficult, but it's new to them, isn't it? And they, they've got to be coaxed and cajoled and, and mentored, if you like, to uh, to get the best out of them. Um, in in terms of the the value to the business then, are these people who who you're looking to recruit longer term? Are they? Is there a life after the apprenticeship? Yeah, definitely. We've got a really good retention rate for our apprentices. So once they're qualified, most of them go on to have a long and successful career with us. We do like to keep them on if we can. 
Okay. Obviously that's their choice at, at the end of their apprenticeship. Yeah, and there's always going to be cars, isn't there? So, um, yeah, it, so. there's no such thing as a job for life, but that's pretty mm. close. Okay. Yeah. Um, so the apprentices, obviously, they get the work ethic. They get part of a work environment. The, mm-hmm. it, is that something that you find they appreciate? The fact that they've actually got something to do. There's an awful lot of kids who haven't at the minute. Are they are they appreciative of that fact? Yeah, definitely. I think for most of the apprentices, it's something that they've dreamed about doing for a long time. So it's exciting for them. They're getting to learn skills in a practical environment and they're being paid for it. Okay. And and Carly, you're monitoring these people, you're you're sort of looking after them. What what kind of qualities makes a good apprentice? What what do you need to be good at being at learning if you like? Well, it's really difficult when you get an apprentice CV come through when they're applying for a position normally they don't really have a lot of experience to put on there so I look at they might say in the hobbies that they like they have a passion for working on the cars at the weekend or they like motorsport Um, but also for us as well we are really passionate about providing a great customer service and a great customer experience yeah so people who have worked in a customer facing role before is always useful um, but yeah, it's always it's always good to put a summary to say that why you're passionate about working in the industry. Why do you want to come and work for Swansway? Okay, got you. And and we've concentrated on what goes on basically under the bonnet. You were you said at the outset there are other roles uh, within yeah. Swansway. What's the kind of other roles, Carly? What what's what's going on there? So to list a few, we've got administrators, um, customer service advisors, parts advisors. Our digital merchandisers, so we have one in each dealership, and they've had to take on a lot of extra responsibility. Um, With the dealerships being shut, no one can go in and view the cars, so our showroom is all online, so they've had to step up and make sure all of our vehicles are marketed in the best way that they can. Right. And again, they've done amazing, that's reflected in the figures of people that are still buying cars and the inquiries that are coming in on vehicles that are online, so they've all done amazing as well. Okay. you're you're the person who looks after these uh, these young people. What what do you get out of it, Carly? What's the job satisfaction from your point of view? It's really nice um, seeing how happy they are, really, in in what they do. Like I say, for most of them, it's especially the technicians. It's something they've always wanted to do since they were a kid, and it's really nice to see them learning and getting the opportunity to to do what it is that they've always wanted to do. Um, and it, it's rewarding for me to go along and see how they're progressing. Like I say, usually they would have eight weekly meetings with an external training provider yep. where they are then given targets and then we'll meet up in a further six to eight weeks and we'll see how they've got on with them targets and if they've ticked them boxes. And nine times out of ten they do, and that's great. It just shows that they've got a, a good attitude and a willingness to work. Yeah, sure. Now then... Um a lot of 16, 17-year-olds, their their primary aim is to get off to uni as quickly as they possibly can. Um, and I think in the past, maybe there's, I'm not saying a stigma, but maybe they've been looked down on if they've been choosing a an apprenticeship. I've got a feeling, Carly, that's, that COVID's going to change a lot of this, and it's about what you can do rather than what you know. Would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, I I always, when I'm looking at CVs, would rather see that experience than that they've been to university. I mean, it, I suppose it depends what job that you're going for, sure. what, what's most important. But 
especially for the technicians and like the digital merchandisers, the, that practical work's really important to us. Yeah, got you. Okay, so um, you've got all these, uh, you've got 50-odd um, uh, apprentices. Are you still looking for more? So we don't have any vacancies in crew at the moment. The yeah. closest one we've got is in Liverpool. We're looking for a technician. However, we do have a careers page on our website where all of our vacancies are listed. Yeah. And also, when we do get any local apprenticeships, I always share them on my LinkedIn. So if anybody is looking for one locally, it might be worth them following me on LinkedIn so they can see those yeah, as and when we do come up. Cool. Now then, I'm... Say I've, I'm an employer and I haven't got an apprenticeship scheme. What what would you say to somebody who's a little bit reluctant about taking an apprenticeship? Uh, sorry, an apprentice on. What would you say to them? I'd go for it. I mean, it's it, like I say, it adds value to our business. Uh, we really enjoy it. I think the apprentices get a really good experience from it. It's definitely worth looking into. Um, there's plenty, depending on what it is that you're looking to take on there's lots of local training providers that you can speak to and get information about what's on offer yeah and how much it costs and and is it usually in that sort of group of 16 to 17 year olds is that where your where your intake is not really no anyone can do an apprenticeship all right okay um, I'm actually doing one at the moment. Are you? To, yeah, just to develop my skills. And one of my colleagues is a, as well. So, it, it, you know, you can retrain. You know, a lot of people when they leave school, they don't know what they want to do. So yeah. any age, we, we, we'll take anyone on. Okay. So what are you an apprentice at? Because you sound pretty competent to me. Oh, um, I'm doing a, a learning and development course. Oh, yeah. Oh, very good. There you go. Living proof, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the people, the person who looks after the apprentice is an apprentice. How about yeah. that? <laughs> now then, I know that you're part of the team down at Swan's Way. So who do you want to say hello to? Is, it, uh, is there anybody in the office there that you want to say uh, good morning? Yeah, everyone at Swan's Way who might be listening in. Um, Colette, who's working really hard on the National Apprenticeship Week. Yeah. The stuff uh, going online and all the marketing and everything, and also the HR team. Excellent stuff. That's brilliant. Carl, it's been brilliant, and thank you so much for coming on at just the right time, uh, Apprenticeship Week. What what better to have an apprentice who trains apprentices? What <laughs> now, <laughs> then, <laughs> now then, we had you choosing George Ezra. Um, yeah. And the, one of the other ones you picked is a bit of Steppenwolf. Born to be wild. Are you a wild lady? Uh, not really, no, definitely not at the moment. But <laughs> they were just because they were uh, car-related songs. Oh, right, OK. Well, I've got you. <laughs> I've got you. All right, well, um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for, for coming on and, and really adding value um, to the apprenticeship week um, by saying what a value apprentices are to Swan's Way. So uh, please... Stay in touch, won't you, and let us know from time to time how the apprenticeship thing is going. And uh, we'll direct people to your website initially so they can find out what's going on there. But uh, presumably there's websites for, well, I've been on one as well, National Apprenticeship Week. We'll give you the full details if if, uh, you fancy doing an apprenticeship or you know somebody who might go, do you know what, I'm not going to uni. Let's get a bit of on-hand experience. (laughs) Carly, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, Dave. See you soon. Bye. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.